Hello and welcome to Soap Secrets, the podcast that sees us talking all things soap and drama. I am joined by expert Claire Ruck, who holds the key to all the juicy gossip and the answers to all of our burning questions. Hi Claire. Hi Hannah. Okay, so we thought we'd mix it up a bit this week because it's the 35th anniversary of Neighbours. There are so many anniversaries this year. Um, So without further ado, let's talk about Neighbours, one of the first soaps I fell in love with, to be honest with you. Um, Claire, it's been 35 years. What have they got planned? So it's a really, really, really big week. I mean, we saw massive, massive celebrations for 35 years of EastEnders. And I think I think that Neighbours have done just, just, just as much, really. Have they? they have. So... So there's going to be two lots. Um, most people uh, uh, will watch either the 145 or the, the repeat at 5.30. And that is when you're going to see five weddings. So there's going to be... Okay. That's amazing, isn't it? Never, one wedding's big enough, but they're going to do five weddings. Hang on, there's a difference here, though. Are these, are these going to be happy days on this 35th wedding anniversary? Or are these going to be some misery involved? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But um, uh, we're, going to, we're, going to see, um, we're going to see Mark... Mark and Lucy wed, and then Mark Brennan and Paige wed, Prue and Gary, Sky and Lana, and Sheena, Sheila and Clive. Okay. But also, I, want to, I wanted to make you aware that if you're a big Neighbours fan, of course, they're doing something extra special, and they're doing something Neighbours Late Endgame. And this, you can see at 10 o'clock. So this is like Hollyoaks. This mate. is like Hollyoaks, exactly. Someone oh, wow. must have been watching Hollyoaks over in... That's such a great idea. It is, isn't it? The best idea, though, would be if Scott and Charlene came back. It would. That would have been the real icing on the cake, cherry on top. It would. They haven't served that up, though, have they? No. So I don't want want the fans (laughs) to miss this one because I'm sure Channel 5 are going to to advertise it. But just in case you want to, it's each night at 10, so don't miss it. And this this is Finn's revenge. So we're actually going to have three deaths. Proper deaths. These are not people they bring in. These are these are characters. So that's going to be really, really exciting. It's on late because it shouldn't be viewed before, presumably. Yes, it's going to be a bit, bit okay. more scary. Normally, you know, you know, neighbours is very nice, isn't it? It's lots of surfing and yeah. lovely houses and sunshine. A bit of romance. Yes. Um, so you know, so late. No. Um, what I can say, there's going to be a storm. Okay. Toadie's lost. Not Toadie. Not Toadie. They can't kill Toadie. That would be awful. He was one of the originals. I know. He's been in for quite some time. Someone is lost in the bush. Really? Why? Why do you go walking in the bush? They've got snakes in there. <laughs> well, and then there's a snake bite as well. Oh, well, there you go. And they have really nasty snakes out they there. Do. Yeah. So, and we've got some, some, we've got lots of returning guests. And a couple of them I pulled out were Paul, Paul Keane, who played Des Clark. People oh, remember yeah. he was an original from 1985, and um, so Stephanie McIntosh, who plays Sky Mangle, uh, she was she was a bit later. She was um, 2003 to 2007, and she's one of the ones getting married. So they've really pulled out the big guns for this. And you know, a couple of stats about Neighbours because it's actually sold to 60 countries. Is it? It's so popular it's popular at so many yes, places. Absolutely, and dubbed, I suppose. Yes, it must be, yes. Mm. Not just for the English speaking. No. But yeah, so it's really, really popular. So it translates, basically. Yes. yes. It it's is great neighbours, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, you know, you mentioned the lovely Kylie and Jason, who played Scott and Charlene. Of course, um, we had some other big names, big names that have started. Did you know uh, Russell Crowe, 4 Eps? Yes, I, yes. 
I know. Only four. It's got a proper draw, though, hasn't it? <laughs> it if had. you haven't done Neighbours, who are who even are you? And it paid, we had Guy Pearce, who was Scrooge yeah. at Christmas. Yeah. He's really big. Margot Robbie, who is all over the place at the moment. Wow. And also um, Liam and Chris Hemsworth, who've gone on to do massive things. Hot. Massive things. Isn't that amazing? That is incredible. What a pull. And they couldn't get Kylie and, uh, and Jason back. No. Outrageous. I know, I know. It's, I thought that was a bit sad because, you know, when it first came over here, you know, I think it really was the Brits that made them, you know, they came yeah. over, I should be so lucky, and then they had especially for you. And and the dance they sang. Yeah. There, there was, sorry, the uh, song that was sang on their wedding day. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. and so a big kiss. Be really, really, really special. And you know, it's it's massive this year because you know I keep going on about it. We've got sixty years of, of Coronation Street, but next week it's twenty years of, of Doctors. Do you know what? It's a really big year for anniversaries, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I'm glad we talked about Neighbours because like I said it was one of the first soaps that kind of I fell in love with. Really, yeah. it was one of those. You always felt sad that it was over, but you're right. It repeats, doesn't it? It's at lunchtime yes. and then it's on again in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. It's a proper university watch as well. Yes. Well, it's a, that's probably the lunchtime one. Yeah. Okay, right. That's just to wet your whistle. But back in the UK, um, let's chat about what's happening on the cobbles. Um, the Yasmin and Jeff storyline um, just gets worse, really, doesn't it? It does. It, it really does. So so I, I watched the, I've watched the one where he killed Charlotte. It's just it's so shocking. awful. It was. He's so evil and, you know, and poor, you know, poor Yasmin, when he told her, she, she virtually, you know, she had to run out of the room. This food was turned to ash in her mouth. It was, it was really horrible. It's just the worst form of control and it's just so, it's just so cruel yes. on so many levels. Yes, yes. Now, now her, her lovely granddaughter, Yasmin's granddaughter, Alia, so she's on to Jeff. They really have a really bad relationship, but she knows. Because she's worked him out. Yes, yeah, she's. <laughs> but you know like Yasmin is so under his thumb she she can't she can't see any of it and she's still you know this week she's still she's still not really believing what Ali is saying um but but Ali has what does he have to do for her to well it gets worse and worse I know oh, no. that this this isn't over by any any, any stretch. stretch um and and this week um so she she looks into him and she she discovers a news article where uh, he he and a former girlfriend were, were caused with um, making an affray. And so we know he's not Mr. Nice Guy. There is something going on. Um, and uh, so so Ali is begging Yasmin to leave him, but she she just won't. She just won't. And then also we see we see Jeff go out of the house and meet somebody in a restaurant. What is he up to? So, you know, he, he can keep Alia a prisoner in her own home, but he gets to go out and do other things. I mean, this, this storyline is bound to play out for a while. And also they can, there are so many variants, aren't there? There are yes. so many different things they can bring in and draw on so many people's genuinely real experiences yes. of this sort of controlling, um, coercive yeah. behaviour. So I suppose they're kind of just exploring all of yes. those different things. Yeah. And it's just it's sickening to watch. Yes. Yes, it is. I thought the box incident was horrendous. I was shocked yeah. by the box. Oh, awful. Can you imagine how claustrophobic? Yes. Yeah, she was. She is claustrophobic. And then he just left her and went down the pub. It's so horrible. Yeah. So, you but know. But it, it's the mind games with it. Yes. That almost all the time make her feel like it's actually her fault, yeah. a misunderstanding, or I didn't mean to, but actually we all know, because yeah. we're on the outside looking yes. in. 
But it's all just... Yeah. He did it slowly. They've done it really, really well, Coronation Street. They built it up slowly. It was a, it's been a slow burn. Yeah. And now it's really yeah. hitting fever pitch, isn't it? Yes. Um, and Tyrone's nan, Evelyn... She's about to go on a date, I Yes, I think, you know, this is one of the nice things about Coronation Street. Your romance isn't just for the youngsters, is it? No. Of course <laughs> it's not. She's, she's still a woman. She has feelings, wants, Aww. desires. Anyway, so so she gets a date with an old an old flame and um, she gets a bit nervous about it. And Claudia says, I'll do you up, I'll do you up. You know, she wants just a bit of a bit of a polish, but she goes full Claudia. So now you've got Evelyn looking like... Claudia too. That's amazing. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. So is, this the, is this a new relationship that we're going to see flourish? <laughs> yeah. She's got the long, I, I saw a picture of it, she's got the long false eyelashes. Amazing. It is. And I think Maureen Lipman's going to, going to do it really well because she's a fantastic actress. So it's going to be really, really, really good fun. And you're right. It's not just for the youngsters. <laughs> it isn't, is it? It's nice. Um, and Emmerdale. Now, Marlon, he's been through a pretty rubbish time, yes. hasn't he, of late? Um and it's not really getting any better. It isn't. I mean, if you think about it, how would how would any of us cope with that? He was charged with murder and put into a into a into a you know a prison that was for murderers. So it's not going to be full of nice people. And that would have freaked me out massively. Definitely. Yes. No, you know, so he had to go through all of that, and then he's a single dad. He has two children, obviously, but Leo was with. Um, was 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 with Rona, but he April he is just a single dad to April. Her mother's dead, so you know he's worrying about April. I know his family looked after her, but she was being bullied at school. She was getting distressed, so he had all of that on top of trying to survive in this prison. Mm. Um, so it's not surprised when he got out that really he's not coping. You know, it must have been a life-changing event. And you don't see the there's no level of support. Or it doesn't seem perhaps there is. I don't know. How would I know? But it doesn't seem to do any support for these people. Yes. That, you know, they've come out and it's like, okay, well, you, you should be pleased now. Yes. You were found, you're not guilty, you've been yes. let out, that's fine. Yeah. But it's not, it's because not. that the time that he experienced, it's almost like a PTSD, isn't yes. it? You know, it's yeah. a real problem. Yeah. So so this way, you know, like, he's got a really good friend in Paddy. Paddy's really, really lovely, lovely, lovely guy. And um, he can see he's not coping and then he takes him out for a drive to get him out. And uh, he gets chest pains, pains down his arm. Paddy thinks, whoa. And has to race him to the hospital. Has he had a heart attack. Will he survive? What's going on? Oh no! We can't. We said at the time we can't lose Marlon, can we? We just can't. So surely they're not going to kill him off. Prison would be better than killing him off. But also, you know, like this also has a knock-on because um, because Paddy does something unfortunate. So yeah, this is actually really horrible because this has happened to people before, hasn't it? With really grave um, kind of endings. So, so Paddy and Chaz, you know, they lost their daughter Grace. Uh, she only, I think, she survived for an hour after birth. You know, it was a massive, massive, big thing for them. And luckily, they've gone on to have another lovely daughter called Eve, and um, she's in the back of the car with them. So he drives Marlon. She's asleep, been perfect baby, and he gets out of the car, races Marlon into A and E, and forgets that the baby's in the back of the car. Oh my gosh! And when he finally thinks, oh. God, I've left Eve out there. It goes back. She's not in her car seat. Where is she gone? Is the car window smashed? I'm going to go into full Sherlock Holmes now. No, 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 because he he hadn't he hadn't locked the car up. Well, well, he, was Emmerdale, he was panicking. He had someone 
So, okay, okay, so the best case scenario, <laughs> what's happened is some good person has seen a baby in the back of the car and thought that's not an okay place for a baby to be left yeah. and has gone and taken the baby to safety and warmth. Yeah. That's, what, so. that's what will have happened, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> you mark my words. <laughs> oh, no, that's so sad. Okay, well, it's not any better, I'm afraid, in EastEnders because Sharon also isn't coping because she's got the new baby... Um, and obviously the death of Denny is just huge. Yes. Um, and while she's lost one son, she's gained another, but it, she's just not dealing with the whole no, thing at no. all. And actually um, she's getting more and more help from other people with the baby. And it's just, it's all collapsing. Really. Yes. She's not, she's never bonded with Caden. Um, and, and Letitia Dean's doing so well at this. She's she's She's, she's playing this really well, isn't she? She is. She's got, she's got no makeup on. She looks, she looks like somebody in full grief. You know, hair all over the place. You know, just bad clothes. Just looking up. Just to, not just managing yes, to survive. Yes, just managing to get out of bed. And you know, and and so Denny, Denny, Denny was the was the son of of um, Dennis Rickman. Yeah. Um, and so you know, he's also passed. He died. So you know, this is kind of like Sharon's only link with. And Denny was a. She, I mean, you remember that little boy growing yes. up through. She loved him so yes. much, didn't she? Yes, she did. She didn't believe him. I mean, couldn't he had his faults? He did have his faults. He did have his faults. So, um, and uh, Ian surprisingly is the one that seems to be helping her <laughs> very guiltily. So, so um, Sharon and Ian go back. Well, right, they do right to right to the beginning of EastEnders, and they've been great, great friends, and and. Ian can't admit that he was the one that locked Denny in the room on the boat because he had been he had been bullying his son Bobby. So that's so that's so he feels guilty for kill you know for being part of the reason why Denny didn't survive. That would that's going to ruin their relationship when that comes. Well, out. yes. So he's hiding it, which probably is even worse. Yes. Yes. And the longer that goes on, the worse yes. that's going to get. Yes. So at the moment, um, Sharon thinks that it's all Phil's fault because he was fighting with Keanu and that's what made the boat crash. So he's come up with a plan. What's his plan? Well, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. It's, um, you know, she's Karen's always taken little Caden. And mm. this, you know, this week should probably be taken even more because um, Sharon has to, she has to... Re- she has to organise the funeral for Denny, you know, and it's, it is now real. Once you organise a funeral and the body's been released, you know, this is it. It's quite interesting, you know, like um, Karen called, um, you know, Keanu and Keegan, and then she had a daughter and she called her Bernadette. <laughs> <laughs> they've, called, they've called, she's called her grandson. She, su- she, she suggested Sharon call him Caden. Yeah. So all the boys get the Ks, but I'm not sure what the girls What happened get. with the girls? <laughs> Should we just go back to talking about neighbours? It seems much nicer and happy apart from the late night one. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, like this, it's a big, it's still a big, big week because um, last week, uh, we, Gray, we found out that Gray was suspended because he had taken on Witness case and um, and he, he was suspended. Was, he was suspended, wasn't he, yes. from the law firm? Yeah. But he's doing it on his own. It's just him going to be supporting her. And she has a bail hearing. Will she get out? We would really like to see Paul Witt out of jail. Yeah, that is just not right yeah. that she's there. Yeah. And, and the thing is with Grey, though, he's not the nicest of characters. No. It seems odd that he's so determined to be a part of this, yeah. given that he... Beats his wife up. Beats his wife up, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. 
Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing I think, um, if you've been watching EastEnders at the moment, is, you know, Ben, I mean, everything stems back to when the boat sank. And he, you know, Ben, as a child um, or a baby, he, he had meningitis and he lost his hearing. Yeah. He had he, it really damaged his hearing. And so on this boat, he banged his head. And so now he can't hear at all. So and they've done it really, really well. So it's kind of like... he wears a hearing aid. He came to the site wearing a hearing aid, didn't he? Uh, he, he yes, he? Uh, he, I think now wears a poppet one, a really does he? One. I remember when it first, yeah, he when first, it first, yeah, you could see, see it. it, yeah. But um, you know, you, you can get hearing aids now that are really, yeah, they're amazing, invisible. yeah, fantastic. But you know, obviously, if you, if you don't have any hearing, they're not really going to help you. But no, exactly. So so when so on the, on the show when they're trying to show that he can't hear, um, people are talking at him. It's like it's just going through water. It's amazing. They've done it really, really, really that's so, well. That's so good, isn't it? It's is. well, so incredible. And he's looking and to trying to guess what they're saying, and you know, and that must he, be such hard work. Yeah, yeah. And he hasn't. He doesn't want to admit to anyone. It's so frustrating, but, you know. So, so you know, like he's lost his hearing, and you know, you know, what Ben's like. He goes goes off and flirts with somebody in the Prince Albert, steals his car, and then gets arrested. What is Callum going to do with him? Oh, <laughs> honestly. He is, he's one of... He is... <laughs> just when you think he's going good, he doesn't... He can't do it, can he? I think he's great. I think he's a really, really... And that's so Ben. <laughs> it's so Ben. It's so Ben. Oh, dear. Well, it's all happening um, in EastEnders, and it's all happening in Hollyoaks, because this horrible... It makes me feel so uncomfortable with storyline. The whole kind of Edward, Tony, Diane storyline is really hotting up because, yeah. of course, Edward wants to tell Tony. Yes, yes, he does. It's it's really it's really amazing. So so Diane and Tony keep having you know these big touchy feely moments in front of Edward, and that's really upsetting him, really making him really angry. Um, and um, you know, so he's jealous. He's basically jealous. He's jealous. He's just jealous. Um, but he's won an award, and he wants his whole family to be at this award ceremony. And he's planning, you know, he's 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 planning to reveal the affair and tell Tony, "Hey, I slept with your wife." But that is his son. Like he literally <laughs> hates his son. It's just so awful. He can't do that. He can. He's gonna. Well, you know, something happens. What what does happen at the ceremony, at this awards ceremony? You know, okay, something to... else happens to stop him, maybe. Well, we have to wait and see. Maybe he has a heart attack. <laughs> that <laughs> could be a script writer, couldn't <laughs> I? They couldn't get rid of Ed because he's just too good. <laughs> yeah, Hollyoaks needs, needs a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Darren's not coping no. um, with his depression. It's getting worse, no, isn't it? It is, it is. So, um, you know, like... Uh, he doesn't even go to his open mic. He's been really working hard on his open, the open mic uh, event that he's organised, and he just, he just can't be, just can't get himself together enough to go. And I, I think, um, you know, it's quite interesting that they're bringing a depression storyline in. And mm. Darren's, you know, you, you know, you think he has everything, but you know, depression just hits anyone, doesn't it? It doesn't really. I think often people you don't notice that they are because they put a quite good yes, front on yes. it, and and. Then when things happen, everyone's just so yeah, shocked. Yeah, but you know, you know, this week, you know, close friends that his obsessive behaviour is becoming just to them. You know, his friends who don't really get it. It's coming a bit annoying, and you know, uh, he puts his game face on to go out, but you know, at home, he's suffering. He's suffering, and he's you know. He's, Another storyline that loads of people will yes. absolutely identify yeah, with. I think completely. Okay, so over to Holby um, and Xavier's 
continuing to uh, plot to expose yes. Cameron, isn't he? Um, will he be able to? Well, this is. I wanted to bring this up. I know we talked about this storyline last week, but I wanted to do it this week because this is this is just going to go into the stratosphere. This, this is it. This is such a great, great storyline. Um, and Cameron, Cameron, you know, things are just going to come to a head. And wow. Uh, so, so last week we saw we saw Cameron. Um, we saw Xavier realise that Cameron wasn't the person that saved uh, Owen in the lift, that it was actually Jason the porter and that, you know, really... And that he'd taken all the taken credit. Taken all the credit, hit all the credit. And we touched we touched uh, quickly on, on, on Evan, which happened um, just before Christmas. I talked about how, how uh, he had been there for Chloe. Um, but actually, you know, so Evan raped Chloe and stalked her and then she... she had, just as a quick recap, she attacked him. Um, obviously, to, well, she didn't attack him, but in, in him attacking her, sorry, she she wounded him very severely. And um, he was found and taken to Holby where he had major surgery and he was in intensive care. And Cameron obviously was very close to Chloe and he was in the room on his own with, with Evan, who was hooked up because he just had major surgery to so all these bank of machines. And one of the alarms went off. And he turned the volume down and stood there and did nothing. And then he, after a while, he turned the volume back up. So the crash team came in, but it was too late to save him. So he really watched. Oh he stood God. there and watched Evan die. Now, that's, this is quite important because, you know, this week um, they start investigating Evan's death. So... Because, well, so all the, all the other medics, you know, because did everything correctly, but, you know, they were too late because the, they only heard the alarm after a, a certain amount of time had, had gone by. So Surely you can't get away with that. Well, you know, so, so, you know, but this is making really a bit nervy and a bit woo. And Zav is, um, you know, Zav is still going after him. And, he, you know, he, he knows, he, he outed him for the, for the lift thing last week. And, you know... Um, there's an afraid because Cameron's playing with his mind and he suggests that he suggests that he when they're having a coffee that he has spiked his coffee and Xavier shoves him against a wall Rick sees it all and Zav gets suspended not Cameron mm. Zav so you know so he has so many secrets this secret you know they're investigating Evan's death this we do we in soaps we do tend to see don't we the perpetrator finally yes. being dealt with yes. eventually equilibrium is restored yeah. but it might take a while it's good i think you know this is such a great storyline i mean really when when in holby city do they have time to treat patients when they're all oh, this is going I on know. <laughs> i think there's loads of people dying with all this going on it's um, amazing and talking about hospitals there's no casualty it looks no, like this week no currently uh we have uh, the france island rugby game this is a moving situation because obviously you know coronavirus is is impacting on sporting events so okay so if that's cancelled keep your eyes you peeled keep your eyes peeled yes. casualty might be back on I wouldn't like to say they could do anything they could put a film in its place they, they could just do anything everything's changing in our world it right is. now it's a moving piece there might not even be toilet rolls on the shelves later or rice there's certainly no rice apparently I've had reports there are no there's no rice in the supermarkets oh, no. no pasta and half of the shelves in Tesco's are cleared of toilet rolls Okay. Panic buying. You could do lots of things without using toilet rolls. Can you, you know... Get some leaves from the garden. (laughs) I mean... I can understand the pasta because that can keep, can't it? Yeah, tins. Tin food. Mm. That that short supply. Yeah. 
But don't worry, Boris Johnson has been on the television and tells us not to worry. We will not run out of food. On that happy, happy note, thank you very, very much for listening. Please subscribe and we will be back next week. Um, Hopefully not starving because we can't buy anything in the supermarkets. Bye.